0: This is Niu Niu, glad to have you back on Old Wisdom, New Insights, Season 3. In the previous episode, we talked about a very famous Chinese saying, 先天下之忧而忧,后天下之乐而乐, which means to be the first to bear the world's hardship, and the last to enjoy its comforts. This famous quote comes from Fan Zhongyan, a well-known scholar-official of ancient China. If you find such credo too good to be true, just think about Mother Teresa or listen to the previous episode. I included some pretty convincing examples there. Good stuff, trust me. But for those of you who have listened, you already know that Fan Zhongyan's story was not included. Yes, I'm saving it for today's show in which we will formally meet our Song Dynasty KLL, the celebrity official, and the best-selling author, Fan Zhongyan. (laughs) Fan Zhongyan was born in around a thousand years ago. In his childhood years, he lived in many different places with his family. That's how he started to develop the strong bond with his country and his people at a very early age. Even when he was just a young student, Fan Zhongyan was quite ambitious and had a clear life goal. One day, a classmate burst into Fan Zhongyan's classroom.
1: Fan Zhongyan, come with me, hurry up! There is a royal parade and the emperor himself is standing outside his carriage and greeting the common citizens. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime chance to take a look at the emperor. Everyone is on the street. Come on, let's go!
0: Students in the classroom started dashing onto the street. Oh, but Fan Zhongyan, who didn't even look away from his book.
2: Why are we
1: still sitting there? Let's go! Aren't you excited to meet the emperor?
2: Well, not now. If I'm good at my academic work, I will see and talk to him in person when I work in the government in the future. If I fail to perform well in the imperial exam, what's the good of knowing what it looks like now?
0: Fan Zhongyan's classmate was speechless. This was not the only time when Fan Zhongyan surprised others with his unique take on things. The other day, Fan Zhongyan was visiting a temple with his friends.
2: Young man, do you have any questions about the days to come? Draw a fortune stick, and I will help you see through the mist of your future.
1: That sounds fun. Let's give the fortune teller a chance. Come on, you go first.
2: Fine, master, this is my stick. Nice draw. What do you want to know? I was wondering if I would become the country's prime minister in the future. Prime Minister? This country? Um, from the fortune-telling stick, I... I don't think so.
1: Wow, Prime Minister! Hey, Fan Zhongyuan, I know you're good at studying, but Prime Minister? That's the second powerful position in this country. Aren't you a bit cocky?
2: Well... If not the Prime Minister, Master, will I be a good doctor? From the fortune telling stick, no. Um, I don't, I don't see you becoming a doctor. A doctor?
1: That's out of blue. Buddy, are you serious? Why do you want to become a doctor now? Becoming a Prime Minister
2: and a doctor seem like two completely different dreams. They are not that different. I hope to become the Prime Minister because then I can help govern the country and be of service to the people. I believe that even if only one person didn't benefit from good governance, the Prime Minister's mission is not yet completed. If I would not become a Prime Minister, then no one can help the people more than a good doctor. Doctors can save people's lives, rich or poor. They can make the world a better place. I don't know if I can achieve my goal, but I will work on it.
1: Bravo! Forget about the stick already. I don't know about fortune-telling, But I know you, Fan Zhongyan. You will be a great person.
0: What an interesting story. I don't know about you, but I learned at least two things. First, Fan Zhongyan was a very ambitious student, thinking seriously about becoming the country's top official at such a young age. Yet, his aspiration was not due to his thirst for power or fame, but his desire to help people. Truly admirable, isn't it? The second thing I learned is that don't believe in fortune-telling, whether it's a stick from a bucket or a psychic on the internet. Because, guess what? Eventually, Fan Zhongyan did become one of the Song dynasty's most famous vice prime ministers. In China, people barely remember the names of the emperors from the Song Dynasty, but nearly everyone knows Fan Zhongyan. Before our beloved official joined the central government in his 50s, he had served a variety of regional posts, from military staff officer to provincial secretary and to county magistrate. When he was 33, he was appointed the salt store inspector in Taizhou, a coastal city in southeast China. In Northern Song Dynasty, salt was considered an important daily necessity with strategic importance. Salt, salt production, and salt taxes were supervised by the government. So in Taizhou, these were Fan Zhongyan's responsibility. However, Fan Zhongyan did much more for the local people than was asked of him. Once Fan Zhongyan arrived on the post, he couldn't help but notice that the local sea dike built over a century ago was in bad shape, threatening local people's safety. As someone who worried for the people before they worried, Fan Zhongyan immediately wrote two letters to both his local superior and the country's prime minister, illustrating the significance of rebuilding the dike. Fan Zhongyan repeated his advice persistently to the government. And finally, his voice was heard and he was asked to supervise the project. The men worked tirelessly on the dike-building front line along with the workers. Even when a sudden flood seriously damaged the working environment and posted a threat to his life, Fan Zhongyan was not intimidated. Even when many of his colleagues in the central government questioned the project, Fan Zhongyan didn't waver. Even when he lost his mother and had to take a leave of absence, Fan Zhongyan was still deeply concerned with the task and wrote stacks of letters inquiring about its progress. After three years of hard work, the dike was finally completed. According to local historical record, over 100,000 local people's lives and properties were no longer at risk, and over 3,000 households that have previously fled their hometown returned as for Fan Zhongyan, in order to show their gratitude and veneration, local people named the dike after him as Fan Gong Di. Fan being Fan Zhongyan's last name, Gong is a respectful way to address someone in ancient China, and Di means dike. So, Fan Gong Di meant a dike commemorating the respectful Mr. Fan Zhongyan. This happy ending story reminds me of another famous saying of Fan Zhongyan Ning er si, bu er Sheng, which may explain why Fan Zhongyan constantly calling for the construction of the sea dike against all odds Do you want to guess what it means? Here are some answers I collected from online
1: Appetite is nothing more than a desire, and desire is everything that motivates to live. The motive is forged in the purpose. This is how living does not
2: cease to be a constant in devouring abysses. It's better to die saying what we should say than to live without saying it. Better to die with a voice than live being silent. Something about
3: sacrifice.
2: You have to fight for your rights instead of staying silently. It is better to speak
0: out and die than to live without making a sound. If you're interested in participating in such activities and showcase your insights on old Chinese sayings, just follow our Facebook page Learn Chinese or Facebook page Niu nyo Chinese. Now let's invite the other me from Meta Universe, Xiao nyo, or Little Niu nyo, to give us the answer. Hello,
3: Xiao nyo. Glad to have you back on the show. Thank you. Glad to be back. It's my great pleasure to share the meaning of these wise Chinese sayings. As for today, let's learn the phrase 宁明而死,不默而生 宁,宁可, means would rather do something 宁,宁叫, means birds singing 而, is a preposition which we can translate as "and." 死,死亡, means to die So, 宁明而死, describe someone who would rather die while sing out loud. The second half is Sheng. 不 means now means silence or silent Sheng means to live So sheng means would we'll not keep silent while alive. Together 命名而死, means I'd rather die voicing my opinion than to live in silence. Now repeat after me.
0: 宁明而死,不默而生。Right. Thank you. That was quite a good explanation. Yes. The saying shows Fan Zhongyan's outspoken nature the fact that he would always stand up for justice, for truth, and say out loud what he believed in, even if keeping quiet would have probably saved him much trouble. It also shows that no matter what position he was in, even as a salt store inspector, the man would always do what he considered to be meaningful, putting the people's interests at heart. Worrying about the world's troubles first and enjoying its pleasure last. Fan Zhongyan was a person never cared about himself or his own interests. He cared wholeheartedly about his country and its people. His selfless nature affected not only his career but the lives of his entire family. To be more precise, Fan Zhongyan's oldest son almost lost his fiancé because of what Fan Zhongyan did. But that story is for another day. Don't miss it. This is Niu Niu, and see you in the next episode of Old Wisdom, New Insights. Hey guys, this is Niu Niu again. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe via wherever you tune in. If you have any questions or feedback, please get in touch via email at CRILearnChinese at gmail.com or you can interact with me directly on my Facebook page, Niu, Niu Chinese. That's N-I-U N-I-U Chinese. Thanks for your company and see you next time on Old Wisdom, New Insights.